Hello and welcome to episode 15 of CFFC, A Tactical View. My name is Chapin Zeal. I am your host. I appreciate you joining me today. If you haven't done so already, I would appreciate it if you could go on and give me a rating and a review. Uh, subscribe, share with a friend. If you leave me a review, I will read it here on on the podcast and give you a personal shout out. Unfortunately, I don't have any new ones to read out this week, but I know that the next time I record a podcast, someone out there will give me another review and I will get to read it and once again give you that personal shout out. So, I I apologize for missing last week, um, but with the three matches in eight days, I figured it would be maybe a little bit smarter and a little bit easier for me to go ahead and record a little bit of a bumper crop this week and review all three matches and look forward to the the upcoming eight days that have the fire play in three more matches. So we are going to roll all the way back to June 25th down in Houston where the Chicago Fire took on the Houston Dynamo. Unfortunately, ended up losing 2-0 on on that one. So how did it happen? Let's get into it. In the third minute, the Fire starts out early. And this was this was kind of a, a disappointing thing for me because they started out with a lot of pressure on Houston, but unfortunately came away with nothing. But they were able to win the ball just inside their attacking half uh, along the right side. Gutierrez played it to Ivanov, who played across to the far post. Mueller got his head on it, but unfortunately it went over the crossbar. So before we get too much further into it, let's look at that lineup as I just named three players and you're not quite sure where they were all playing. So we had Gaga and goal as usual and looking right to left in the back line is Sekulic and then Carlos Tehran filling in, in for Wyatt Amsberg, who was out for a few months here after having uh, foot, foot surgery. And next to Tehran is Captain Shehos and Jonathan Bornstein out at the left back, filling in for Miguel Navarro, who is out with health and safety protocols. And the defensive midfielders were the usual of Federico Navarro and Gaston Jimenez. And then you had Stanislav Ivanov out on the right wing filling in for Jairo Torres, who is, is still nursing that injury coming back from, coming back from international duty. Gutierrez was down the middle with filling in for Shakiri, who himself was out uh, for after injury from international duty as well. Mueller out on the left side and Shabilko in usual usual position at the number nine. So again, in the third minute, Mueller headed that cross over the uh, over the crossbar, and then in the seventh, rolling into the eighth minute. The Fire were able to counter and got the ball to Ivanov uh, along the right side, got into the penalty box. He cut inside and then cut out to or cut down to the end line. 
put a shot to the far post, but it was just a little bit wide. And you had Mueller attacking attacking at that far post, but was una- unable to get to it uh, since Ivanov was looking to actually shoot and had a lot of pace on the ball. So within the first 10 minutes, the fire were looking good. They were out on the front foot, putting some putting some good pressure on on Houston. So then we roll into the 22nd, into the 23rd minute, and Houston had had good patient buildup from the back. The, uh, the ball was able to end up in the right-hand corner, put in a, a dangerous cross for, for the far post, and the attacker was just able to, to create a little bit of sep- separation from, from Boris Sekulic out on the right-hand side. And was able to control it, uh, took a shot, and uh, it was ended up getting deflected by, by Tehran and into the back of the net. Gaga had, had zero chance of, of getting a hand to it or getting a foot to it or anything. So unfortunately, 23rd minute after, after again, a good start by the fire, unfortunately, they go down 1-0. And that's all it takes is is a a poor and I'll get into it as the podcast rolls along but I'm I'm starting to I'm starting to doubt Sekulich's ability more and more and more at that right back position and this was this was the first of of many issues that I had with him over over these few matches so then we jump ahead into the 43rd and 44th minute. A player I have not had an issue with filling in for Wyatt Amsberg is Carlos Tehran. He's looked really good over these few matches. He was able to win the ball just inside the attacking half, right, uh, right around midfield in the middle. Uh, fire can continued with some patient possession. Ball ended up along the left side, uh, crossed into the penalty box. Gutierrez able to get his head on it, but it was it was saved at the near post. Good. It's it's something. It wasn't during this match. It was in in the match against San Jose, I believe. The commentary was they were talking about how how good the the build up from the fire is how good the possession the passing is the movement which it it is very good i've said it here several times all of that is really impressive i enjoy seeing it it's what hendrickson Ezra hendrickson wants to see but unfortunately it is that is that final ball into the box it's that it's the shot that just will not will not happen for the fire. They cannot find the back of the net, and it is so frustrating to watch because everything up to that point personally I think looks good. They went on a they went on a a little bit of a a streak there where they were giving up a lot of goals, but overall I I think they they've looked really good defensively. They've looked good in the midfield. They've looked good up front with their movement, especially since the addition of Chris Mueller, who I've who I've spoken about on previous podcasts. But it's that finishing that they just can't quite figure out. So 
into stoppage time of the of the first half and in the first minute Gaga who all season has 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 looked good I know I've criticized him at times for his shot stopping ability but I feel like he's he's been listening to me and listening to the podcast because he's really stepped up with the saves the last few matches and this was a good example um Houston had a a really good attack and they were able to get a shot from about 12 yards out just off the uh just right of center in the penalty box but Gaga was able to able to make a really really nice save with his left hand got down and and kept kept it at least at, at one goal at that point but then unfortunately 2 minutes into stoppage time, Houston have the ball along the left-hand side. They cross it into the penalty box. The attacker receives it and is able to wiggle in between Shehos and Bornstein, get a shot away hard and low to Gaga's right, and unfortunately this time Gaga was not able to to keep it out of the back of the net. So right before halftime, the fire go down 2-0 uh, away at Houston. So then at the half, Herbers comes on for Gutierrez, and Mueller then shifts into the middle, and Herbers moves out to the left. Uh, then rolling ahead a few minutes into the 60, or 56th minute, Houston, Houston are able to score once again, but... VAR checked and it was offside. Um, I was talking about him a few minutes ago, but Carlos Serran, he did a good job of stepping up right as the ball was played to to play the attacker offside. So a little bit of a scare to go down three nil at 56 minutes, but this one was was at least chalked off. So then, just a few minutes later, in the uh, 60th minute. Fire have a corner and they play it short. Uh, Mueller was the one was the one taking it. It gets pl- played back to him. He puts the ball into the penalty box. Uh, Houston were uh, Houston won the ball, but were unable to clear it. And Tehran was is puts in a tackle and wins the ball. Knocks it to Mueller. Gets a shot on goal. Uh, unfortunately though, it was straight at the keeper and it was, it was an easy save for the keeper to make and Houston have a quick counter. The keeper gets it, gets it out out of his hands quick to, to, to expose the, the fire on the counter attack. But once again, my, my, who is becoming one of my boys, Carlos Tehran gets into a good foot race, and he keep in mind he was just inside his attacking penalty box, and he gets into a foot race with the attacker going down to the opponent's penalty box. The attacker is able to get a shot away, but um, it was it was it was not the not the best shot in the world. So Gaga was able to save it down to his his left-hand side and the fire were able to clear it. So Tehran he he's played a few times earlier in the season and uh if my memory serves me well he's got a goal, he's had a couple of 
good good attacking moments um on corners on set pieces um but this this these stretch of games here personally i feel like he's shown off his his obviously his pace but also his defensive side his defensive prowess and and how intelligent he is out on the pitch so I was I was really liking the Shehos and Amsberg combination, but if it's Shehos Tehran, I am I've got no issue with that. Even though, again, the Fire ended up losing this one two nil. So in the 66th minute, John Duran comes on for Casper Shabilko. He was tackled a few minutes earlier and took some cleats to the left calf. So a little bit of a just a little bit of a knock came off. I'm sure more or less just to make sure it doesn't doesn't get any worse than that. So into the 68th minute then the fire fire have possession around the Houston penalty box and Jimenez receives the ball at the top of the penalty box right in the middle. He dribbles left, puts up a nice little chip pass up over over the defenders to Herbers. He puts a soft header at goal, and unfortunately, it was an easy save for the Houston goalkeeper. The main reason I am I'm highlighting this is because Gaston Jimenez must be listening too, because he had an opportunity to shoot from outside the box from about 20, 25 yards out, and I my jaw hit the floor when he decided not to shoot and play a pass. So nothing 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 too dangerous came of it. Again, it was a soft header, but I'm I'm just glad he didn't he didn't take a shot from from 25 20 yards out like he he has he has tendencies of doing because in the I didn't discuss it here, but in the 55th minute he did take a shot from from 52 yards out so um if you can guess it was off target so then just a couple minutes later in the 70th minute Mueller had a good opportunity uh Sekulich had half a chance with the header over the crossbar but Again, nothing came of them, so no sense in digging too deep into it. Just it's a lot of the same, same stuff, unfortunately. Good build up, good counter, good build up, good counter, no final product. Good build up, good counter, but good build up, good counter, no final product. So then into the 73rd minute, the fire in possession and Jimenez. Play is another chip pass from just inside there. The fire attacking half to Duran making a run in behind. And it's something that Duran is, is, it's nice to see the combination of Shabilko, who is a center forward who's going to drop into midfield, be really good at hold up play. And include the uh, do a good job of including the the center midfielder as well as the wingers to where you have John Duran coming in off the bench uh, three quarters of the way through the match and using his his pace to to really start putting a different type of pressure on on the back line. Now you need to worry about 
is he going to make runs in behind? And he did here. He was able to collect the ball and take a shot from the right corner of the six-yard box. So uh, he was, again, able to collect it, took a, a one, one touch inside the penalty box, shot from the right corner of the six-yard box. Unfortunately, it was off target to the far post. Um, you had Espinoza. Making a making a run in from from right to left potential opportunity there to to play the pass to him or to I I'm not gonna get it after Duran. You're a striker. You're in in the penalty box. You shoot. I I'm not gonna get after him for that. I don't blame him. Espinoza made a good run though. That's I I will give credit to Espinoza where credit is due. So then, just a few minutes later. In the 80th minute, the Fire have a free kick about halfway in their attacking half right in the middle. And Gaston Jimenez, it was his preferred pass of the night, plays a chip pass to, to Tehran up uh, towards the left, the left post. And he put a header across the face of goal. I'm not sure if he was if he was going for goal or going for going for a a pass across goal, but it ended up getting cleared just off the goal line. Unfortunately, Houston were a little bit quicker to the to the ball, and they were able to clear it downfield. And so again, he was he Tehran headed the ball across goal and and at an angle to the point that it could have gone in, and it was going in. Houston were able to 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 have a nice overhead kick to to save the goal, but Sakulich was was there in the middle making a run, um, and it was it was just a touch ahead of him. I don't know if if he would have been offside. It was very close. If he was able to get to it, he may have been offside, but regardless, it didn't happen. So then we jump ahead into the 86th minute. Houston are in possession of the ball. They work it to inside of the penalty box along the left-hand side. And they take a shot from just inside the penalty box. But fortunately, it was it was straight at Gaga. Um, nothing, nothing dangerous, but it was a good reaction save. It's, it's the type of save that you you expect any goalkeeper to make but when he does make it you're you're again you expected it but you're you're pleased with it it was a good save at least kept it kept it at two uh so then into extra into the stoppage time of of the second half one minute in, Mueller has a corner he he plays it to the far post and uh, Tehran once again, as I said earlier, showing showing good defensive skills, showing good attacking skills. It helps that he's got to be at least six three or so. He towers above most players out on the pitch. But he gets a header from just off the corner of the six yard box. But unfortunately, it was a big looper straight into the keeper's arms for an easy save, and that more or less wrapped up that match. So in terms of some stats, the big one the big one for me coming out of this match, the Fire had 17 total shots. 
and only one, two, three, four of them being outside of the penalty box. One of them being Gaston Jimenez is from nearly, nearly right at the midfield stripe. So four of them from outside of the penalty box out of 17. So 13 shots inside of the penalty box. And you only had four total shots on target. Four out of 17 total shots on target. That I I enjoy. I'm glad. I'm glad that the that the the fire are at least putting more pressure on on the the on the defense on the goalie. But you gotta hit the woodwork. You or you you can't hit the woodwork. You gotta hit the target. You gotta be putting putting some of those chances in the back of the net. None of none of the shots from outside of the box. Three of them were were blocked, and one of them one of them was off target. So four of your thirteen shots inside of the box within eighteen yards were only hit the target. You didn't work the keeper. You didn't you didn't work the defense that much to to you know if they're able to to step in and and throw you off to put it over the crossbar or put it put it wide it was a very frustrating match to watch and in terms of their gameplay i just felt like i felt like they were off i felt like their press wasn't very effective I felt like uh, Shabilko was was doing a lot of the pressing on his own. The defense, as much as I was as I was talking up specifically Tehran, the defense was was a was a bit all over the place, a bit scattered. So not not the most enjoyable game to watch. Not the most enjoyable. Uh, <clears throat> Not the most enjoyable um, result. It was it was a, a pretty tough one, tough one to to take in twice. So we're gonna leave that one behind, and we are going to jump ahead now to June twenty ninth, Wednesday night, up at Soldier Field. Chicago Fire took on, at the time, first place in the East Philadelphia Union, Casper Shabilko's old team. And now looking at the lineup, we had Gaga and Goal as usual. And then right to left along the back is Sekulich, Tehran, Shehos, and then at left back is Andre Reynolds. Federico Navarro and Gaston Jimenez as your holding midfielders. And then Herbers, Shakiri, and Mueller across that midfield three. And Casper Shabilko up at the number nine. Good to see him taking on his old club. It would have been nice to see him score, but unfortunately it didn't happen. So real quick, Andre Reynolds is another Another homegrown player for the Chicago Fire. He is the first uh, homegrown player to be from the city of Chicago. 
You've got Slonina and and Gutierrez currently on the team as a couple of them, but they are from the suburbs. Reynolds is the first one from the actual city. So good to see. Uh, it's not the reason you want for different injuries and different different health and safety stuff. But it's good to see the young kids getting getting the opportunities like they are with the fire. So, week 17 against Philadelphia. Eight minutes in, Shakiri wins the ball in the defensive half. And he plays a pass forward from about 10 yards in the defensive half to Shabilko in the attacking half. A good, good opportunity, uh, good counterattack. But unfortunately, it appeared to me anyway like he whiffed at the ball or didn't get his feet quite set to, to play it. And Philadelphia were able to clear it for a corner. So just like in the previous match against Houston, doesn't take long and, and the fire are, are putting some pressure on, on the back line. So then... In the ensuing corner, it is played to the near post per usual by Shakiri, and the fire are able to knock it around along the right hand side. And then Shakiri, it ends up with Shakiri. He dribbles towards the center, puts across to the far post from about 30 yards out. Shehos is the target. He is able to control it, gets a shot away, but unfortunately, it was just wide. So again, all this happens in the first within the first uh, ten minutes or so, and putting some putting some good pressure on on the Philadelphia defense and keeper. As the cross was coming in, it looked like it was it was it uh, the Philadelphia defender was able to get a toe on it, so it deflected it just a little bit so Shehos had to adjust right at the last second so I don't think he was able to able to get a shot away like he was he was hoping to couldn't couldn't really couldn't really get his feet set as well as he wanted I'm sure so then a little bit later into the first half in the 36th minute Philadelphia play the ball long from just outside of their defensive penalty box and once again, I was I was talking about him in the last match. Carlos Tehran is able to out sprint and win the ball uh, the against the Philadelphia attacker. So again, that that pace because she hosts is as much as I'm a fan of his. He is not the quickest one. Um, so it's it's good to have that pace of Tehran back there, and he does a good job. Playing on the right hand side, uh, filling in and covering for Sekulich, who again I'm going to complain about him a little bit later, but he has a tendency of wandering quite far forward and quite far inside at times that I I'm I don't feel like he should be in that position. So Tehran is able to win the ball. And he plays it to Sekulich uh, right over on the right-hand sideline about halfway in the the fire defensive half. He plays it forward to Shabilko right at midfield. midfield. He dribbles into the middle, switches the ball out left to Shakiri right along the sideline. 
about halfway in their attacking half. So again, good good build-up play so far by the fire is typical of them. They do a good job up until the final third. And so then Shakiri plays the ball to Mueller. The inside on the left-hand corner of the penalty box. And Mueller then plays a really nice through ball to Shakiri, making and making a run towards the end line. Puts a low cross in into the middle, but it was cleared out for a corner at the near post. You had uh, Fabian Herbers and Casper Shabilko crashing into the middle. Chris Mueller and Jordan Shakiri, they haven't had a whole lot of time together. But you can tell they are they are feeling really comfortable with each other. They've got a good understanding. They've got a good understanding of of what each other of what the other one's gonna do, what type of pass I should play to to give them the best opportunity to 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 advance the ball themselves. So it's real it's a lot of fun to see they're both really creative players. They both can can dribble really well. They both can play really really good passes. So it's a lot of fun seeing them perform as well as they do together. So in the 38th and 39th minute, Shehos plays a long ball to Mueller out on the left-hand side in the fire attack in half. He collects the ball on the left-hand corner of the penalty box. He plays the ball into Shabilko. Plays it towards the middle. He Shabilko is on the edge of the penalty box, just to the left of center, and he takes a left-footed shot. Unfortunately, it was blocked. Mueller collects uh, just outside of the penalty box and takes a right-footed curler shot to the far post. Unfortunately, saved and out for a fire corner that nothing, nothing came of. So. Rolling into the second half then, uh, 47th minute, Philadelphia are able to win the ball at midfield, play a couple of passes into the attacking half on the left-hand side, play an early cross in, they're able to get their head on it, knock it towards goal, and Gaga is able to get his hand on it. He knocks it into the far post. It starts to roll across the goal line, and he is able to, to smother it right on the goal line. So a little bit of a nervy moment right as the second half starts. And it was, it was, so again, it was headed. Gaga is able to save it. He hits it onto the post. And as it comes off of the post, it starts rolling towards basically into goal and he is able to able to to get on it and and keep it at nil nil. So this one though, this all started with with Sekulich losing the ball and complaining to the ref, and Gaston Jimenez had to sprint back and cover as Philadelphia attacked down uh, the fire right hand side, the space that that Sekulich had vacated. So. And he he lost the ball trying to play it to to Shabilko. He was basically he was in the middle of the field, right to left, front to back. He was in a spot that that 
um, Shakiri plays. You know, he's he's so and it's 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 become a trend more and more for him in my eyes. And I know they were talking about it during the match on the commentary against the against San Jose that he is just getting way out of position and and it it is requiring Tehran and Jimenez and Federico Navarro and all these all these other players to to cover for him. So I want to see his his positioning. He can play some good passes. He likes getting forward. He plays good passes when he gets forward, but he is a defender. Defending is your number one responsibility in my eyes. So then in the 65th minute, you had Jonathan Bornstein come on for Reynolds, who who overall I hadn't mentioned him the so far in this match, which oftentimes as a defender, if you don't get mentioned, that's that's usually a good thing. So but he did have a good match. Um and then you also had Gutierrez come on for Herbers, and that ended up pushing Mueller from the left-hand side over to the right-hand side. So then in the 67th and 68th minute, uh, Shakiri is able to win a free kick after doing a good job of battling to keep possession. It is in the attacking half along the right-hand side. And I, I stole it earlier, earlier in the year, earlier in the season, but he really is like a fire hydrant with legs. He's so short, so stocky that he he gets into a little bit of a half squat. He can be very difficult to push off the ball. So then with the free kick, you had Gaston Jimenez play it to Shakiri, And then Shakiri plays it back to Jimenez, who nearly loses the ball while playing it back to Shakiri. So again, it was Jimenez, Shakiri, Jimenez, Shakiri, and he played it forward to Mueller. On the, again on the right hand side, he gets one v one into the penalty box, and he ends up just just embarrassing the 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 Philadelphia left back. So he cuts inside. Turns the defender, cuts to the end line, and plays the ball through the defender's legs. And you could see in the defender's eyes that uh, a little piece of him died at that moment because he more or less just gave up. And Mueller continued on, though, and he plays across to the center of the penalty box. But unfortunately, Philadelphia are able to get a foot on it. But fortunately, it ended up rolling to Sekulich right around, right around the the uh, the penalty box. It, he was just inside of it on the right hand side. Again, why is Sekulich so high inside the penalty box in that moment? I don't know, but I'm not I'm not Ezra. I'm not the one on the sideline, so I can't explain all of it. But I, I, in this instance, I guess it does work out because he's able to collect it. He plays a ball back to Federico Navarro, who takes a shot from just outside of the penalty box. Right-footed low shot to the far post. Keeper's able to get a fingertip on it, but it still makes it 
into the back of the net for the fire to go up 1-0 over Philadelphia in the 68th minute. So if if Shabilko's not going to do it, if Mueller, if Shakiri, if they're not going to do it, you might as well have one of your defensive midfielders in Federico Navarro score for you. Um, it was his first goal of the season, and I believe, I believe it, it was his second career goal. So, again, if 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 your main men aren't going to do it, let's let's have someone someone do it, and it might as well be might as well be Federico putting in his second career goal, first one on the season. So then just a few minutes later into the 76th minute, you have Gaston Jimenez along the right-hand side on, in the attacking half. He switches it way over to the left to Gutierrez, who, again, I'm, I'm a big fan of his as well. He dribbles 1v1 to the corner of the penalty box and plays a, a cute little back heel to Jonathan Bornstein. Making that overlapping run from the left left back position, plays across into the center. Shabilko rises up for it, gets his head on it, uh, but unfortunately, it went off the bottom of the bottom of the crossbar and and out. So and uh, Philadelphia were able to clear. Shabilko uh, needs to score. They were saying it. Again, I think it was during the San Jose match. He just needs to score off of his knee, off of his off of his backside. It doesn't matter. He just needs to knock one in. And this header was from about six yards out, right in the middle, and just clanked it off the woodwork. Disappointing to see, and it would have been so much sweeter for for him to score uh, his first goal. I think in like nine matches, eleven matches against his old team, so that would have been that would have been cool to see. Unfortunately, did not come to fruition. So then we jump ahead into the 88th minute, and Gaga, uh, the Philadelphia Union, are able to play a low cross in, and Gaga is uh, comes out and attacks it as he normally does, but like I said, it was a low cross, and he ended up taking a boot to the back of the head. He was down for for a minute or so, and he ended up being all right. So anytime, though, that you you see, anytime you see your keeper go down, uh, especially with with something, something, from from taking a shot in the head, getting kicked in the head in any circumstance. Definitely not something that you that you want to see happening. And you get you get a little bit you get a little bit nervous at that point. So good to see him though hop back up. So just like the match against Houston, several shots, 14 shots, but only three on target this time. Thankfully one of them went in the back of the net. But only three on target. It's something that that the fire definitely, definitely need to need to work on and need to get sorted and figured out sooner than later. If you're planning on making any type of run, having any type of hope of of getting into the playoffs, so it's like I was. I'm a broken record. I'm a broken record. I'm a broken record. They do such a good job building up 
working it into that final third. But once they hit that final third, my two complaints are they either cross the ball because I'm close to the I'm close to goal. I'm gonna cross the ball. Or they they take a shot and it's it's a wild shot. It's nowhere near on target. You see the goalie start running for the for the second ball for the goal kick before before the the shot's actually you know out of play because it's just such a terrible shot. So something something I personally would like to see them improve and and do better on. But this match was outside of outside of the shots. It was a very good match. They were much better than than against than against um, Houston. They were much more organized defensively. They outpossessed them, outpassed them, and again, Philadelphia at the time was first in the East, taken on last in in the league, and the Fire are able to come away with a one nil win. Something that they that they desperately need more and more of. So now we leave that one behind. And we are going to run through the uh, fire taken on San Jose on July 3rd out in San Jose at PayPal Park. So then looking at the lineup, we have Gaga and Goal. And right to left in defense is Sekulich, Tehran, Shihos, and Bornstein. Federico Navarro and Jimenez as your holding midfielders. Herbert, Shakiri, and Mueller as that midfield three. And Shabilko as the number nine. So it starts off... Once again, it's it's good good instant attack from the fire in the twelfth minute. Fire take a free kick long uh, back with Gaga. It gets knocked around a couple of times right around midfield. Federico Navarro is able to collect it on the right hand side, just inside the attacking half. He passes it towards the middle to Shakiri, and he puts across up to the penalty box. To Shabilko right on the penalty spot <clears throat> with his back towards goal, and he plays it to the left-hand side. To Mueller, who ends up taking one touch towards towards uh, the center and takes a shot, which ends up getting deflected and goes out for a corner. They set it on commentary, and as it was happening, I was expecting Mueller to take the shot first time. Maybe it would have ended up. Maybe it would have ended up in the back of the net. Maybe it would have ended up in in the in the upper deck. Hard to say, but um, I feel like he would have had a better opportunity to take it first time. Um, then on the ensuing corner, Shakiri takes and he plays it to the far post. And it goes off the crossbar. They were highlighting it on the on the on the uh, broadcast that they the fire were setting up. I think there were there were three players. It was Tehran, Shabilko, and I'm pretty sure Shehos, who were all crowding the keeper. So it gave gave Shakiri that opportunity to go for goal. 
which you could clearly tell that he was going and because uh, he ended up doing it a little bit later in the match didn't didn't hit the crossbar like this time it ended up in the keeper's hands but you could tell that that was something that they have been specifically working on so then into the 23rd minute Gaga plays the ball out up along the left-hand sideline, and it ends up with Mueller. He plays it to Bornstein, who plays it to Shakiri, who then plays a through ball to Mueller. Um, it, so they were... Mueller received the ball initially right around midfield, and Mueller, Bornstein, and Shakiri had that nice interplay all within within about 10 yards of the midfield line into the attacking half. Mueller received the through ball from Shakiri along the left-hand sideline, who he then played a through ball to back to Shakiri, who was making a run inside of the penalty box. It ended up getting, getting deflected, but Shakiri was able to collect it on the left-hand side of the penalty box, put a, a cross all the way through. Federico Navarro ends up on it, and fingers crossed like he's going to do last match and score. He collects it at about 12 yards out, takes one touch, gets a shot away, but unfortunately this time it was saved. So I know he is not... He is not the most adept in terms of scoring, but um, similar to Mueller's, I feel like maybe if he took that first time back of the net or upper deck, it's it's hard to say, but I feel like it that that one touch just gives gives the the keeper to get his feet set, gives the defender to to take one step over, and and just throw you off enough. So. Into the 47th minute into in the second half, San Jose are in possession. They take a shot from about 20 yards out. It is saved from it is saved by Gaga and and but unfortunately he he knocks it back into another San Jose attacker's path and they get a shot from a from about 6 yards out right around the left-hand corner of the of the goal box and that shot goes off the crossbar so then San Jose are able to collect that uh misfired shot and they take a shot from the right-hand side uh right at the edge of the penalty box and that one was blocked and San Jose once again are able to collect the ball. They take a shot from a basically the same position, right side, uh, just off as, off off the edge of the penalty box and off as, off a center. And that shot goes off of the far post, and it comes back into the middle. They take a shot from about six yards out. Uh, right in the middle of goal, into the back of the net. Gaga was down on the ground, making a dive for that previous shot that hit off of that upright. Uh, so nothing he could do about it. It was, it was a chaotic 10, 15 seconds, 17 seconds, or whatever it was exactly for San Jose to take a shot at saved. Take a shot off the crossbar. Take a shot blocked. 
take a shot off the off the upright take a shot goal it was it was complete chaos for that again for those 10 seconds 15 seconds but it was the the initial shot could have been prevented the 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 attacker was able to to get by I don't remember what midfielder it was I want to say it was Jimenez but I don't want to don't want to slander his name in case it wasn't um was able to squeak by him and had what felt like to me 5 seconds to get his head up look around what's my best option I'm going to take a shot um and then on that shot, Gaga, yeah, he probably should have should have knocked it out wider rather than than uh, uh, more or less back into the action for that second shot to to have been to have been taken. So so definitely definitely some. And then it was the, again the third shot was blocked which was good, but then the fourth shot, they didn't really close it down, so they were able to get that away. So a little bit of, and again, it was it was chaos, so I, I it's hard to blame just one person when they get five shots away in that, in that uh, short amount of time. So then in the 61st minute, we have a couple of changes. Uh, Espinoza comes on for Sekulic, who... Was not having a good game. I've talked about him a couple of times already. He is just, he's just, he was just all over the place. He was, he was playing higher than, higher than Shakiri and further inside than he, there were times where he would be smack dab right to left in the middle of the pitch. And leaving leaving his his position just gaping wide open, and you had to have Tehran, who was thankfully fast enough to be able to do it, but he had to make a couple of sprints back to recover, and and um, prevent the counterattack. So Seculus just having a terrible match in my eyes. Did not have a good. Granted, he had the assist. It kind of fell into his lap against Philadelphia, so he had that assist, and all right, there's something for him positive, but other than that, the Philadelphia match, he didn't look very good, didn't look very good against Houston. So I am I am starting to, again, like I said at the start, starting to question Sekulich more and more. Uh, Shakiri came off for Gutierrez and he went right down the middle. So then just a few minutes later, 63rd and 64th minute, Fire have a free kick right around midfield on the left-hand side. Shehost takes it. They are able to work it to the right-hand side right around midfield and plays it, play it forward to Gutierrez. Uh, he turns... Making makes a nice turn on the ball. I'm a big fan of Gutierrez. I've said it from the start. Makes a nice turn on the ball. Plays it forward to Mueller, who has who has drifted into the middle. Uh, they are about halfway inside of the fire attacking half. He plays it uh, left to Reynolds, who is who's making the overlapping run uh, into the space that Mueller has vacated. 
and he puts a cross into the far post. Herbers heads it down to Shabilko, but uh, right around the penalty spot. But unfortunately, he's unable to really get his feet on the ball and get his feet underneath him to get any type of strong shot away. Uh, just kind of a little dribbler shot, and San Jose are able to clear it. Fire able to win the ball back quick, though. And they attack, get the ball through, get the ball up to Mueller, and he takes a shot from about 15 yards uh, on the left-hand side to the far post, but unfortunately went wide and high. So typical, again, typical stuff, the, the build-up from the free kick. They were, they, no, no rush, no, no hurry. They move it over to the right-hand side uh, to Tehran. He plays it forward to Gutierrez, plays it forward, plays it wide again, plays it to the middle. Really good action, really good movement. Just that that final ball does not does not happen for them. So then in the 72nd minute, good news, Torres. Jairo Torres comes on, who is, he's been out for a while Comes on for Fabian Herbers, who, uh, just like Sekulich, was not having the best match. He was a little, a little dangerous um, in the penalty box, but nothing, nothing too impressive. But good to see Torres come back on or come on for the first time uh, since the international, since before the international break, and having. Having him and Mueller on the pitch at the same time was good to see. Would have been nice if Shakiri would have made it that whole time, but but unfortunately he came off. So then in the 77th minute, you had John Duran come on for Casper Shabilko, and like I was saying about the Philadelphia match, good to see him come on and bring a different element to the match and bring more his pace and danger in behind. So then just a few minutes later into the 83rd minute, you had Shehos go down in the penalty box while taking a shot. Uh, the uh, San Jose were able to clear it. Ref went to the monitor and no penalty was given. The 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 broadcasters were were quite adamant that there was a penalty and they were more or less positive that the ref was going to overturn it. And I feel like they were pretty stunned when he didn't. I personally would have, yes, there was contact, but I feel like it would have been a very soft penalty to give. It is a contact sport. If you, if you can't, if you, you know, if you're not allowed to touch each other at any point, you can't bump someone. You can't. You can't. You know, go shoulder to shoulder. You, your legs can't touch each other. Then it's it's there. There will be a lot more stoppages during the match than there currently are. So I, it would have been nice to see it given, but I wasn't upset that it was not given. So then, in the 87th minute. San Jose are able to win the ball at midfield along the right-hand side and play a chip pass over the top. This is something they were trying to do quite a bit during the match. And this one finally came off. They're able to collect it, play one touch into the penalty box, and going towards the end line. 
he cuts uh, uh the attacker cuts back with and ends up taking a left-footed shot curled towards a far post and just tucks it inside of the post to go up 2-0 it was uh, an unfortunate late goal to give away in the 87th minute is something that the Fire have done a lot this season. But in terms of the actual strike, the actual the actual shot and goal, it was a beauty. Nothing much Gaga could do about it. He he played it well. He he reacted well. But when it's when it's curled around you like it was and tucked literally inside the post. There's not a whole lot you can do about it. So then in the five minutes into into stoppage time, the Fire win the ball at the edge of their defensive penalty box, and they play a long ball up to Mueller. I believe it was Shehos plays a long ball up to Mueller. He win, he's, uh, collects it around midfield. Um plays a ball to to Duran and he he dribbles into the attacking half along the left hand side gets about halfway in and plays just uh just like the previous goal he plays a beautifully curled through ball that splits two of the of the San Jose defenders running back in the in the transition playing it to Gutierrez making a good run he collects it just inside of the penalty box, right in the middle. One touch into the into the penalty box, takes a shot low through the keeper's legs to to cut the deficit in half. Uh, fire one, San Jose two. But unfortunately, that is how that one would end. So good to see Gutierrez. Get on the score sheet. Um, it would have been nice to have had that be a match tying goal rather than a consolation goal in the dying embers of the match. Um, but either way, back to back matches, the fire have scored. Um, I don't, let me see if I can pull that up real quick. That is the first time. Okay. So it hasn't been too long. They have been able to score back-to-back matches. Uh, They were able to do it against Toronto and D.C. United. But it is good to see them doing, even though this one against San Jose was a loss. Um, That kind of defeats my earlier point that I had in my head just a second ago. But either way, it's good to see them scoring at least. It, they, they, need to, they need to just <laughs> they need to just finish better. Six shots on target out of 18. So slightly, slightly better than they have been slightly better, but not really too much of an improvement. Um. It's it's gonna be something I will harp on all season for for as long as I need to while they while they are still doing this. Um, and again, a lot of their shots were inside inside of the box. Uh, you only had four, five, six, seven, so over half of their shots were inside of the box, and some of them were 
just terrible shots. So that's something that they need to do that they need to do better on. This is a this is a match that they they should have definitely come away with a draw. It was last in the east against uh, uh last in the west. A team that you that you need to be you need to be drawn against. You need to be beating if you if you um have any hope of if you have any hope of making any type of again playoff run or playoff even even talking about potentially making the playoffs those are the types of matches that you need to win and speaking of types of matches that you need to win i'm going to make this really fast as i see i've been talking for over an hour right around an hour at this point so over an hour i want to wrap this up but no one wants to hear me talk for this long Three matches over the next eight days. You have the Fire taking on the Columbus Crew Saturday, July 9th at 7 o'clock up at Soldier Field. And then on Wednesday, July 13th, you have the Fire taking on Toronto FC once again up at Soldier Field. And then Saturday, July 16th, the Fire take on Seattle Sounders at 7 o'clock up at Soldier Field. So three matches all at home. The Columbus crew, they have some good players, no doubt about it, but that that is a team that I expect that the Fire should at least come away with a draw from. And then Toronto, you need to win that match. Toronto are down in the doldrums. They're not much, they're not much better than in terms of, in terms of points. Not much better than the fire. So you have to win that one. Seattle on, on the other hand, that is one I, I am willing to concede and not expect the fire to win. So I'm hoping the fire come away from this, this three match stretch. With with four points, it would be nice to have five points or more. But I or I I'm I'm hoping for four points. I don't know what I said just a second ago, but I'm hoping for four points. Draw against Columbus, win against Toronto, and I'm all right with the with the loss against Seattle. They're they're a Concacaf champions. They're a good side, a perennial a perennial playoff team. So. I don't have many expectations for that one. But Toronto and Columbus, I expect to to get points from. And all three of those matches, once again, are up at Soldier Field. All three of them are at uh, 7.08 kickoff time. And all three of them can be found at WGN-TV or the Chicago Fire app, CF97. Make sure you check them out. Root for the fire. It's it's we're getting to the point in the season that they need to start winning. If you if you want to have any type of conversation about any type of playoff opportunity, you're starting to to lose that lose that light a little bit. If you want to be there in the end, so again, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. Fire are playing 708 up at Soldier Field. Go fire. <laughs>